The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, friends, it's Friday. We made it together, didn't we? Once again. It was a short week, but still, it was a, it was was a tough it a one. Was a short week? Yeah, we had Monday off. I know it doesn't feel like it, but yeah, that's, doesn't that seem like weeks ago? That, by the way, is the beauty of a long weekend. Wow. Yeah, I thought that would... Okay. Nope, that was this uh, past ah. Monday. Since I've gotten to this uh, whole uh, show up at a place uh, every day Yes, thing, business, yeah. Um, which totally foreign to me. Well, um, it shouldn't be because you've been doing it for about eight years now. I'm slow to adapt to change. Perhaps you've noticed. <laughs> the the beauty of a long weekend is not only to get the long weekend, but the following week is shorter. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, like two vacations rolled up into one. It's like peanut butter and chocolate is what that is. Oh, I shouldn't oh. even be bringing up food, eh? Oh, no, it's good. Peanut butter and chocolate is on, on my program. We call them fat bombs. Really? Yeah. I made the decision last night coming back from Vegreville because I was tired, I was cranky, it was hot. We talked about how that can affect your temperament yesterday and that uh, I didn't care. Uh, results aside, I'm getting myself a pizza last night, and uh, man, I had a great salad. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome home, honey, here's yeah. a salad. Carol had other plans, but that's fine. Things are going well, so good stuff. Hey, uh, where would you like to start today? Because I, I I have ideas, but I'm always open to yours. Whatever. Okay, well, let's just say this. And, and I hesitate to say it a little bit because I know 99.9% of the people that I'm about to say it to already know and agree. But on the off chance that the... Uh, well, apparently there has been... 0.1%, yeah. ...that don't know the rules about hot weather... It's hot out, and your car becomes a furnace instantly. And earlier this short week, you and I sat right here yes. and talked about this, and then one of us or both of us said, but you know what? By the end of the week... It's going to happen. Yeah, by the end of the week, we'll have a story about some idiot leaving a child or a pet in the car. I suppose I shouldn't have said idiot. Alleged idiot. Uh, leaving, a ch- And it happened, as you heard on our news today. A, what, a 22-year-old mom? 22-year-old yeah. mom. Apparently the kid was left in the car for about 45 minutes. Cracked the window a little bit. Good on you, mother of the year. And was found uh, having coffee with a friend and said, and I know that we've talked about this before, that it is possible, as inconceivable as it seems, it is possible to forget a child. If you, if you do something different with your routine, and we've heard those stories that, uh, and they're all, they typically end tragically, but... And then the parent claims, I just forgot. And people go, how is that possible? It is possible. You, you don't typically take them to daycare. Your wife does or your husband does. And you left them in the backseat, whatever. But in this particular case, I'm going to say just from the outside looking in that my instinct tells me this doesn't pass the laugh test. Because if you're a 22-year-old mother meeting your friend for coffee, wouldn't the first question the friend would pose would be, where's the baby? Mm-hmm. You would think... Right? You're a 22-year-old mom meeting your friend. You would think she would inquire as to the... So anyway, baby was unresponsive or very... Uh, not passed out, but not very responsive. They were able to get the... and the, uh, You know, the baby out of the car. They took it to the hospital with a... What do they call that? An abundance of precaution. But... And everybody's going to be fine. Mother's charged. Mm-hmm. And she should be. And this is how stupid uh, yeah. this is. I'm going to say it again. By the end of next week... There'll be another one. There'll be another story, mm-hmm. about, like just like this. Police are saying right now they're easily getting a phone call a day about yeah. similar cases. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that there's uh, pets in the car, there's uh, babies in the car, children in the car, whatever it is. Folks, it gets stinking hot in a car very, very quickly. 
and you don't leave your kids or your animals in a vehicle, once again, we'll say it, in hot weather. You know what I would uh, suggest, and maybe do this at the end of the day so your coworkers don't have to suffer uh, the consequences, but if you're curious, and, and I did this by accident yesterday, but we, turn off your car and sit there. But we all know what that feels like when we get into the car, if it's been sitting in your work parking yep, lot on a stinking hot. hot day, But that's the hot. thing. See, when you get in, you think to yourself, well, it's been sitting in the sun, so it's gotten awfully hot. And so maybe you're assuming in the back of your mind that that took hours to accomplish, but it doesn't. No. So yesterday I did it by accident because I got into Vegreville a little early and I wanted to call somebody, conduct a little business. So, but I didn't want you know, the car running and alarm sound or anything like that. So, and it was in a parking lot where traffic's going by. So I turned off my car with the windows rolled up, placed the call. I'm telling you within 60 to 90 mm-hmm. seconds. That was enough. I was dripping in sweat. Yeah. It, it, it's mm. so fast. So the Vegreville farmers got the sweaty Andrew Gross last night. I like to think of it as glistening. <laughs> <laughs> I was sparkling, we'll say. It was a great show. Those, that was a good crowd. Glowing. <laughs> I was glowing. Uh, you know, here's something I did find interesting, though, according to police with regard to leaving pets and kids in cars. And I wouldn't have thought this was the case. And I don't want to criticize what they're suggesting. But here's what they suggest. They say if you find a, an animal in a, in a car, a dog, cat, whatever, that you're actually not supposed to get the animal out. And here's why. Because it, since it's not a person, it's, a, it's property. So you may get charged with theft as a result of removing the property from the vehicle. What they suggest you do instead, oh, and by the way, you could scare the dog into biting you, attacking you. You could actually get hurt doing this. What they say is phone the Humane Society, uh, the Edmonton Humane Society Protection Department. Uh, You can find the number, and I know if I... I'll give it to you, but I know most of you won't have anything to write it down with. It's uh, uh, 780-491-3517. 780-491-3517. You won't get a human. So here's the thing, and I phoned that line about another matter. You'll you'll have to leave a message, and I know that that immediately. This is the problem. This is the problem is that by the time they respond, it's done and over with. So what they're saying is that they'll try and get back to you within 15 minutes. So if within 15 minutes you have not, although 15 minutes is a long time for a dog in a car, but if you've not heard back from them, uh, and don't leave a message, please call me. Specifically, say what it is. There's a dog, cat, whatever, trapped in a car. He looks in distress. Could you please call? If they haven't called within uh, 15 minutes, then they say call 911, but don't call 911 first. Now, that's for a cat or a dog. As far as a human goes, they say call 911 immediately and stay with the child. Now, what they don't say, and I'm just going to throw it in there, 911 is pretty quick, and when it comes to the safety and well-being of a child, they're even quicker, Um, as is AMA. There's a lot of Mm -hmm. companies, if you say baby and car, they'll move real, real fast. Um, Now, they don't say anything about trying to get the child out of the car themselves. I personally would try. So I'm not saying that that's not what they recommend, but as I've told you before, I bought one of those hammers for smashing glass years ago after this topic first came up. I've been looking for an opportunity to use it. It's in my glove compartment. Good looking for an opportunity. It's one of those pointy hammers where yeah. you just have to tap it, it on the glass and it'll shatter. shatter. Yeah. I, you know, a few years back at um, the Riverbend Safeway, there was a car with a dog left in it, and a woman had was terribly upset about it and she'd been with the dog for quite a while and the fire she called the fire department and the fire department showed up and I was out and she's like can you stay I have to go because her mom was really really ill so she said I have to go and so I said I'd stay 
and this uh, little dog was in the car and the and the fire department jimmied the lock and eventually got the dog out but from the time that i was there to the time and i waited Mm -hmm. I waited until the owner of that uh, car and that dog came back. I just, you know, and I had the receipt from my groceries knowing when I went in. And this was already going on, you know, and she people went looking for and all that little that little square you know there's a whole bunch of yep. uh, there's restaurants or stores there's offices up top i think there's a registry up there all of that sort of stuff and by the time she had come back it was probably close to 40 minutes 45 minutes and when i mentioned that to her uh, she said, no, I wasn't gone that long. And I said, yes, as a matter of fact, you were gone that long. She said, no, I was only gone five or ten minutes. Mm. And I showed her the receipt. And, and that's the thing. People end up with a different uh, belief in, in how long right. something is saying, oh, I'm just going to run into the grocery store to grab a couple of things. And next thing you know, you go up and down every aisle thinking that you're motoring. But in fact, the time is flying. And she she refused to believe it. She uh, she And I was I was trying to so be you're polite. Lying. So, yeah, I was, I was lying. And I told her. I said, next time, I said, I will, you know, I, the fire department did it this time, but the mm-hmm. next time, you know. Yeah. And she huffed off, and off she went with, uh, with, the, with the dog. Do you know, that's an interesting thing, uh, as an aside to this topic, where people do lie to themselves, but they really do believe their own lie. The example you used, I was in there for five minutes, ten minutes. Wouldn't you know it was 40, 45 minutes, right? Was watching... I uh, don't know if you caught it, and I'm not sure if it was new, was watching my 600-pound uh, life last night while eating my salad. And there was a guy on there, I think named Jamie, who was, I'm making up the numbers a little bit here, but I think he was 840 pounds. And, but it was excuse after excuse after excuse as to why he couldn't take better care of himself or eat better food, including that his car is not working so his girlfriend has to order in so it's nothing but pizzas and nothing but whatever you can buy at a convenience store so doctor now gets involved in the case of course as that's what the show is about puts him on a strict diet explains mm-hmm. how to do it gets him the support he needs both a psychologist and a, a physiotherapist and he works at it for for three months now during that three months of course we're checking in with him and we're watching him eat the same junk that got him to 840 pounds. He then goes in for the weigh-in, and he's heavier heavier than 840 yeah. pounds. He's put on weight during those three months. He's blaming the scale, the operator. He's got... and, and But you can see in his eyes... He believes what he's saying. He believes that lie. I mean, those folks as well, too. That food addiction. It's quite something. Um, addictions are... Yep. And actually, that's one of the topics that I had suggested maybe with Dr. Gans for next month is about addictions, about whether it's alcohol, drugs, food, sex, gambling, Mm -hmm. Um, but to explore that because I think a lot of us, unless you've lived through it, unless you've been there, unless you um, have had addictions or have lived and had in your family, we don't we can't quite wrap our head around it. No. Why doesn't this guy right. on my 600-pound life not understand that eating this crap is is killing him and right. then making the excuses, making the excuses, and the enablers around as well. That's and the that's thing. really tough as well. And I think actually it was his mom. and um, His mom originally, then yeah. his wife. Yeah, and it just continued on. But, they, 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 but they would get abused by him verbally. Right. But they would lie as well. Yeah, they were all lying. So Dr. Now would ask 
her has he left that bed in three mm -hmm. months and and she would say no and he would agree no i've not left the bed so he would say so you must be the one bringing mm -hmm. him the food exactly and she's like i am but it's nothing but healthy food and she's lying and we have i'll remember this one she, yeah, yeah we she have actually television looked evidence. like his mom it was his wife that's right yeah. she would but look much older we just watched, watched him it. eat it yeah and, but she's lying with the same conviction that he's lying. It would be a great topic for guests. Well, and I think that's what we're going to tackle yeah. uh, next time. And, and again, I think anyone who has lived with addictions in whatever sense, you, you guys... You guys know um, how how difficult it is, and how oftentimes things you know they spiral, mm -hmm. spiral, and you get a little better, get a little better, and it goes back down again, and all of the other things going on. I just well, we all lie to ourselves, right, to mm -hmm. some extent, but when you see it to that extent, I, I don't know the right word. If it's a reasonable person, a, mm -hmm. a normal person, I don't, I don't know what the right word is, but a regular person just watching that, and that's the appeal of this show, can't wrap their head around it. How can you possibly convince yourself that you didn't just eat cake? Well, the one guy, and we talked about this guy on the show way before the episode aired. This was the guy that got, he was in the hospital um, on a restricted diet, tried to order pizza to the hospital oh. and got kicked out. Remember, he was uh, the two brothers? Yep. And yes. I, he one, was, one got sent home and the other one stayed with the program. And he yeah. is just... He, that 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 kid has a lot of lot of issues, but he also had prescription pill issues That's and right. all of that. That's right. Um, I forget what I was going to was what I was going to say about that. But when you look, the dad. Well, I said, how can you lie and deny that you and, just and that's and that's cake. what it was. Right. And then dad, you know, calls and says, you know, my ki kid got kicked out and there's living in the back of the car, and dad's trying to help the brother. Everyone's trying to help. But it's just not, unless you're willing to do it, and, and some people aren't willing to do it. And if you've had someone in your life who is an addict, whether it's gambling, sex, alcohol, drugs, and, and they're not willing to get to that point and, and, and help themselves, then they're screwed. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all. You can lose absolutely everything. I was talking to um, a person the other day, and that's exactly what happened. Um, her uh, husband... Uh, into alcohol and has been through all sorts of different treatment programs and nope, nope, nope. And the last thing is, I don't even know where he is. No one seems to know where he was. Someone saw him in Vancouver last, but his wife, the kids, everything just gone. And and just how, how those addictions just devastate humans, devastate families in so many different ways. And, and you know, I would imagine the one directly involved, the, mm -hmm. the addict, doesn't see it day to day. I mean, doesn't see it in I terms of... I think on of, some days they absolutely do. Yeah, maybe, but because I've had a little bit of exposure mm -hmm. to addiction as well, and they're always going to fix it tomorrow, or it's not as bad as somebody else they know, yeah. or they've learned to manage it. You, you hear all of those things. One of the biggest reasons why those organizations like CA and AA and, and those mm -hmm. want you to keep coming back is to remember every day that you have to work at this every day i, I really don't want to say more about who or no what it's or, no no that's exactly it there are people there is at least one person in my life who i have to yeah ask mm -hmm. every time we speak how that's going yeah all the way around and, and chad villa you i know a lot of you know exactly what we're talking about right now well that took a turn mm -hmm. uh it's 222 we'll take a quick break here uh, pay some bills continue more with the afternoon news right after this <laughs> fair enough. That's a fair comment. Yeah. 
It was a little heavy. We got a little heavier yeah. at the top for Friday afternoon. We'll change things up. We promise you to do that. Uh, this text just came in. says, power out all over Old Strathcona. Epcor says, reason unknown, possible restore around uh, 4 o'clock. So uh, that was just from a text. We'll keep you yeah. updated if you know anything. You're absolutely right, folks. Uh, called us out on it, and I agree. Fridays are supposed to be fun. So if you don't have central air, and mm. I know you guys don't have do central not. air, and someone uh, said, well, if you have central air in Alberta, it was Hawes, I think. If you have central air in Alberta, you can't say that you're committed to, you know, helping the environment, stuff like that. Well, you know what? You come, whatever. That's your opinion. You come sleep in my house. <laughs> what? You come sleep in my bedroom. Whoa. Wait, whoa. whoa. You're getting, what the? This isn't college. Um, <laughs> and... And and we're thankful that we have that, mm-hmm. and, and we and we like a cool house no matter what. But I remember before we got that, and just about dying of heat. And they, okay, we'll make your way down to the the very bowels of the house, right down to the basement, which isn't finished. And it's a hole, and you're sleeping on a dirty old couch. But it was like, okay, I need something to try and get some relief from this. Got to the point where I would get a big um, towel, mm. wet it wring it out and then cover myself with it to cool to really? cool off. Yeah, picture that. Why, why uh, don't you? No, I'm yeah. good. But what do you do to cool? What do you do well, if you don't have like? Because sleeping can be one of the hardest things for me. I not think, so much. I can pretty much sleep so anywhere. But I do want to ask you about this, and it relates to heat, women, and and towels. <laughs> and and I, you you tell me, you tell. I want you to explain to me this. Okay. And I want you so to women, do it. women, heat, yeah. and towels. Okay. And I want you to do it not only for me, but for every other man roughly in my age okay. category. So you know how from time to time we end up uh, down at Northlands, you know, it could be whatever convention yeah. show exhibition is on, and we're doing a remote. And oftentimes uh, we have guests on the show we talked. So there was uh, this one time years ago. Uh, not a lot of years ago, three, four years ago, where I'm talking to this guy, and it wasn't on the air, it was off the air, and he was selling this sort of towel, but it was a very special towel. It was like as seen on TV kind of deal, where it you soak it, and it retains the temperature of the water and the amount of the water for eight hours. And what it's for is for women, I'm just going to say the word. I'm going through menopause, yeah. It's for menopausal women to help them stay cool at night and work their way through their hot flashes. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, that's all factual. Now I'd like to get hypothetical. Let's say hypothetically, I had somebody in my life <laughs> who was going through something similar to that. And I heard the explanation of what this towel does and thought that would really benefit that hi- hypothetical person. So. I buy the towel and bring it home. Does that, A, seem like something your hypothetical wife would go, thank you for thinking of me? Or B, would it be, you know what, let's just go with A. Do you think at any point, how come women, what is it about that that we're not allowed to ask? Well, that's the problem. talk. That's the problem. You should be able to talk about it because when you're not talking about it, and we're talking about menopause and perimenopause. Don't say it three times in a row. My wife just appears. <laughs> Very angry. So perimenopause, you know, the some of these mm. effects leading yes. up to yeah. full-on menopause. Yeah, she keeps saying it. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous. You should you should be able to talk about it, 
and it's very difficult at times to talk about it because for the woman, the woman doesn't necessarily know what's going sure, on. Right. Um, all of a sudden, we're just you know a little more crankier, maybe not having our, our periods, we're uh, not um, sleeping well, uh, all of that sort of stuff. So yeah. you're not sure what's going on. Yeah. And you get some testing like, oh, well, you're kind of there, but you're not really there. You just don't have the answers. Uh, 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 your yeah. sex drive changes. Oh. Your moods change. Yeah. All of that stuff changes. Mm-hmm. But you need to be able to talk to your spouse yeah, about it. Yeah. You do. Yes, yes. And, I, here's and explain the, okay. to them, say, okay, you know, I don't know what's going on either. We right. need to work on this together. That's right. I think that, that you bringing home that towel was actually very nice. Wow. I well, do. Well, not everyone agreed. <laughs> and I, I don't want to say because... Well, I, I guess get, it depending on what mood you, you got her in at that time. I, I, I don't know that I brought it home and presented it with, I've been thinking about you and this might help your situation. It might have been, here, use this. Use this right well, away. That might have been the problem. Instinctively, I'm not going to say all men. I, I only speak for myself on this. Instinctively, I am a problem solver. And since I can't solve that, no. right? No. I'm trying to help with the problem. Yeah. And it's difficult because the doctors have difficulty right. helping with That's that. Right. Uh, yeah. So uh, she identified a problem, or this hypothetically, someone identified a problem. <laughs> I happened to coincidentally uh, trip yeah. upon a possible yeah. solution and thought, oh, perfect, that'll help solve that uh, problem. Yeah. But then, you know, even the way I put it, I understand it a little bit better now because it was like, oh, you think this all comes down to a blanket. Or, no, and yeah. it doesn't. There's right. so many layers and mm-hmm. levels mm-hmm. to it. And until yeah. you've actually gone through mm-hmm. a hot flash and hot flash mm-hmm. and hot flash yes. and hot flash, you have no idea of the hell that it is because it's a heat like no other. Just want to be clear. It starts like behind your belly button. Yep. Okay. And and just go at and your next thing you know you're just dripping with sweat. Mm. And then next thing you know you're freezing cold. Do you find you're also emotional and verbal? Yes. <laughs> the 6:30 Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6:30 Chad.